This episode is sponsored by Targeted Tax Relief. Do you owe the IRS money? Well, listen up. It's time for a good spring cleaning. Start with getting the IRS off your back. Call Targeted Tax Relief now for a free consultation. Targeted Tax Relief specializes in resolving really tough issues with the IRS. If you are someone who has the IRS on your back because of owed taxes, or maybe you are an accountant or a CPA with clients who have tax issues, I promise Targeted Tax Relief can help. Tracy started Targeted Tax Relief. She's an enrolled agent, and she can directly negotiate with the government on your behalf and work on a debt resolution settlement so you can be done with it and stop worrying every single day about going to your mailbox or answering those calls. Call Tracy and her team at Targeted Tax Relief today. Here's the number, 888-843-4113. You'll get a free consultation and operators standing by 24 hours a day to take down your information. It is confidential and secure. So call now or go to targetedtaxrelief.com. Welcome to Vegas Revealed Episode 113. Miranda Lambert announces her new show on the Las Vegas Strip. This will definitely be a one of a kind Miranda Lambert experience. That's the point of Vegas. You'll hear more from the country superstar. Plus, we told you about Silk Sonic's show over at Park MGM a couple episodes ago, and now a clean sweep. The group takes home four Grammys. And The Palms finally has an opening date. The resort casino makes a big announcement. All that and so much more right now on Vegas Revealed. Let's get to it and spin that wheel. Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 113. Sean McAllister here, along with Dana Roselli. And uh, Dana, we have gotten quite a bit of time in on the golf course lately. I know. We had several shoots this week, and they all revolved around golf courses, (laughs) uh, which I was like, I need to be golfer, because, you know, it's beautiful... Uh, there's decent looking people out there. It's good exercise. You get to roll around in the cart. I mean, it was fun. And the drinks, drinks and food yeah, and, food and, and you know, the whole, the whole golf thing. Yeah, we were down at Southern Highlands Golf Course. Gorgeous course. Loved that. And then you were over at the Wynn Golf Course shooting a segment for an upcoming episode of Vegas On. And let me tell you, they have seen an uptick in business that is insane over at the Wind Golf Club. And I mean, people are coming to Vegas, they're gambling, they are going to shows, they're going to restaurants, they're shopping, and apparently they're golfing while they're here too. Oh my goodness. It's crazy how quick we have bounced back. It is. I mean, it's better than ever when it comes to the amount of things to do in Las Vegas. And speaking of that, we had one resort casino that basically never reopened after it shut down during the pandemic. And I'm talking about the Palms. You've heard us talk about it many times. And we told you like ghost bars reopening and stuff like that, but we didn't have a date. But now we have a date, Sean. We do. April 27th. It is go time over at the Palms. I cannot wait Mm -hmm. for the grand reopening of this iconic property. I know that we've each had uh, respectively... Mm -hmm. 
many <laughs> nights. Yes, many. Over at the Palms. We've talked about that mm-hmm. here on Vegas Revealed before. But, uh, I mean, it's so exciting to have the Palms coming back. Yeah, and, you know, it's like a legendary resort, right? And a lot of people say that because, like you were saying, we've had so many stories. They always involve celebrities. They you know, do. There's been a lot of, like, celebrity stories that have come out of the Palms, and so many people know it. Yeah, and it's going to be great. Um, they are starting to take reservations on April 28th. You go to palms.com to make a reservation, look around, get more information. But it's opening the 27th, so I don't know. I have a feeling maybe there'll be a party or something, and then they want to start taking the room reservations the following night. Um, Great thing is, and we've also talked about this, is that it had just basically undergone a $600 million renovation before it shut down, about a year or so before, maybe two years before it had shut down. 2019, I think, is when that renovation was completed. And uh, now there are new owners. San Manuel Gaming has come in, taken over the Palms, uh, bringing a, a, a new spirit, but also, you know, keeping alive all the, the things that we're nostalgic about over at the Palms. And we'll be doing a deep dive mm-hmm. into everything new over there, interviews, our firsthand accounts. That's coming up in a, a couple weeks here on Vegas Revealed. So we just wanted to let you know that the Palms is reopening April 27th. It's go time. Yeah, it is exciting. And a bunch of the restaurants you love coming back to. So, and then some new things. Hey, moving on from that, we talked about Silk Sonic in episode 111 of Vegas Revealed. We went in depth because we really loved the show. We did. And we also had to kind of explain and brief our listeners on who and what Silk Sonic is. Well, if you didn't know (laughs) who Silk Sonic is or what Silk Sonic is, if you were watching the Grammys here uh, broadcasting live from Las Vegas then now you definitely know who Silk Sonic is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. A clean sweep for them. They were nominated Incredible. for four Grammys, and they won them all. Incredible, including Record of the Year and Song of the Year for Leave the Door Open. Quick synopsis, you definitely know who they are now, but it's Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock, and they are Silk Sonic. And then they've got a whole big backing and band and that kind of thing. But Leave the Door Open is their probably most popular song on the album. They do a show at Park MGM. Sean and I loved it. We loved the music. We loved the performance. Go back and listen to episode 111. But that was great. And they were so much fun when they kept receiving the rewards, even the way they went up on stage. I mean, they made themselves so memorable. And like you said, if you didn't know who they were before, you know who they are now. You certainly do. Uh, Another band that you... (laughs) most definitely know, (laughs) is BTS. This is the Korean boy band uh, that has really turned Las Vegas purple. Purple is the color of uh, the BTS army. And for two consecutive weekends, starting now, BTS is playing Las Vegas. And man, talk about taking over town and making your presence known. That BTS army... It's here. It is. And they are blowing up Twitter. I see them all chit-chatting about everything. I mean, so they're here, yeah, the 8th and 9th, 15th, 16th. They got shows at Allegiant Stadium, and I think they're doing something like a telecast live at uh, MGM Grand, too. So it's a big, big deal. Uh, Something that came out actually the day after the Grammy, so Monday, a statement from Allegiant Stadium saying basically, I guess when folks had at first bought their tickets, they had to let them know that, you know, you're going to need either a COVID test 
mm. or have a vaccination card to get right. into Allegiant Stadium. You know, they had to put that on the rules when you buy the tickets. Then they came out Monday saying, okay, we're not going to go with that. The reason that we put that in there is because we weren't sure if things were going to change. We wanted to be prepared. So now they're saying you don't need a COVID test. You don't need a vaccination card, but you have to wear a mask over your mouth and nose at all times once you enter the stadium unless you are actively eating and drinking. And that really threw everyone for a loop. And the BTS army is chiming in all over Twitter. They are. And I actually, I was following this whole thread mm-hmm. of uh, one of the BTS fans that came to Las Vegas for the show. Um, and, and she was actually kind of appalled at the fact that everybody in Las Vegas wasn't wearing a mask. Right. So she was all for mask wearing and everything. But she was like, my gosh, Las Vegas is packed to the gills and, you know, not everybody's wearing a mask. And what's going on here? Well, it's because you don't have to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. That is your choice to wear a mask here. And if you want to, more power to you. But you don't have to now. Yeah, and I wonder if where she's from, they they still do wear masks, and maybe she just didn't know. I have but a feeling it was were... an L.A. person. Oh, okay. Interesting. Huh. But even in L.A., yeah. like, masks have, yeah. you know, restrictions have eased up. So right. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, you need to know the environment you're going into. If you don't love that people aren't wearing masks, you have to know you're going to an area that does not require masks. So, I mean, anyway, now at Allegiant Stadium, they're requiring the mask, and apparently they're saying, you know, it's the event organizer that has mm. come that is putting out this, you know, new rule for these shows. So, I think, you know, people were saying, yeah, once everyone walks in and once they get a snack or a drink, the masks are going to come off. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. We have a lot of people from outside of the country here in town for these shows, too. So, we'll see. That's the rule. That's they put. That's what they put out, and... Uh, I'm sure the show will be fabulous regardless. It's just, again, not something we're used to anymore because we've had the luxury of not having to wear them. Right. So BTS performing here in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium uh, this weekend, the 8th and 9th, and then again next weekend, April 15th and 16th. By the way, Dana, uh, Backstreet Boys also performing those same nights over at Caesars Palace. And I'll be there on the 9th. I can't wait. I'm so bummed that I have to miss it. I'm going out of town but backstreet's back i know i know (laughs) know. and i have to believe that there's going to be some sort of announcement during at least one of these las vegas shows that they intend to be back for a residency once they wrap up their tour i just have a feeling i hope so i loved their show at zappos theater i'm so excited they're going to be performing in the coliseum and i'm excited to see what they do yeah and it's just it's a it's going to be a great show I, I'm excited. I might even sleep in that day. Just I can tell like, you're excited. You're like, I am you're, excited. You're getting giddy over I here. love it. And it's funny because I wasn't a Backstreet fan back in the day. I was new kids on the block the whole way. You know oh. how around it, kind of everyone had their, like uh-huh. you either were really like diehard new kids or diehard Backstreet. There was a little slight difference in age. Right. And I think I was more like the new kids generation. So when I saw Backstreet, of course I liked their music and I knew their songs and stuff. But when I went to Zappos Theater... I don't know what they sold me. I was like, I forgot how many hits they had. I love them as a group, and I love dance numbers. So when boy bands dance to choreography, it makes me happy. <laughs> so I'm excited to see what they do at the Coliseum. Yeah. I didn't know that. So were yeah. you a California Raisins fan too? Did you like when they all did the what's oh, California? Ra- oh, the the Raisins. Yeah, the eat? Raisins. Oh, you mean um, when they do the um, heard it, heard the, it, through yeah, the heard it through the grapevine. I like that. Yes. <laughs> 
I do. I love Big Dance. That's why I love MJ1. I love that show, the Cirque du Soleil show, because yeah. it's like huge dance numbers to great songs that you know. So I love, and then Gwen Stefani. I love when there's like a big, and Janet Jackson. I love all those kinds of shows that include like big dance numbers. They are. They're my favorite. And it is impressive too, to see uh, any number of people, you know, dancing in in sync. Not to bring in another boy band, but. (laughs) (laughs) In sync. Not really. They won't be there. So we talked about having the Grammys here in Las Vegas. We also recently had the Academy of Country Music Awards. The ACMs were held over at uh, T-Mobile Arena. And Miranda Lambert was named Entertainer of the Year. And on the heels of that announcement, we have just learned, Dana, that Miranda Lambert now has her own Las Vegas residency. I know, excited for her. She seems really thrilled to do this. This will be her first residency show. We're having a lot of first timers come to Las Vegas. I love that. Well, and I tell you, I was talking about this at home the other night. The the caliber of perform like the entire perception of Las Vegas entertainment it has got to be changing now because even when Celine Dion was, you know, launching at the height of yeah. her residency over at Caesar's Palace, people still had the perception like, oh, that's where like older entertainers go, like people on the way out, mm-hmm. you know, go to Vegas and then they retire. Right. Well, any perception of that should be completely wiped out right now if you look at the current roster of entertainers. I mean, really, Britney Spears should be credited with kind of the beginning mm-hmm. of that entire shift. But having Luke Bryan, Carrie Underwood, Katy Perry, Miranda Lambert, John Legend, I mean, the list goes on. I know. It, 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 yeah, it does. And, and it's exciting because I think all eyes are on Las Vegas always. We're such a town where everyone talks about and they want to come to or they do visit. But like even more so, it's almost like just incredible, I'm just going to be honest, PR for our city. It is. I mean, because now we're getting all genres, you know, country music and, you know, the Gaga fans. And, you know, we have some of the best comedians coming into town. I mean, it's just, it's hitting everything. BTS, Backstreet Boys, you know, I mean, yep. old, new, I mean, we got it all. Well, and <laughs> speaking of country, I have long suggested to uh, executives down on the Las Vegas Strip that there should be a, a, a country residency like the Grand Ole Opry of the West right. and have a rotating roster of the biggest name country acts mm. as part of that residency. Mm-hmm. So you can go see the residency, but it'll just be rotating roster of stars. Well, it seems like that entire concept is not happening, but I mean, <laughs> we're putting we're it getting, out there we're for, copyright, the names. for copyright purposes. Yeah, we are. <laughs> And licensing, if it ever happens, right? Back to the point, though. Miranda's got a show. (laughs) I know, I know. Okay, it's called Miranda Lambert Velvet Rodeo, the Las Vegas Residency. It's going to be at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. It kicks off Friday, September 23rd, and she's doing a run of 24 shows to start. Uh, She did recently speak about how this is going to go down and how this is her first time doing a residency-type show. Let's hear from Miranda. This will definitely be a one-of-a-kind Miranda Lambert experience. That's the point of Vegas. It'll be so different, and I think it's going to be like a, a new energy for me. I think it's going to hopefully breathe new life into my process, you know, because it's Vegas. You need to bring your A-game. Sin City, there's everything you ever wanted there, and a lot of it 
And I want to be one of those things people want. I want to be one of the things on their list. I mean, I'm excited, Dana. Being the entertainer of the year, you know Miranda's going to put on a big show. She's had her own uh, successful solo country career. She's also been in the group Pistol Annie's, and they've had some chart-topping music. So potentially, you know, some of her country friends could be sprinkled into some of these performances too. Who knows? I think she's just going to put on one heck of a show. You know, and for me, I do not follow Miranda Lambert, but I didn't really follow Luke Bryan either, and I absolutely loved his show and now I'm a fan yeah so I'm hoping that's what this will you know this will happen to me too I know people love her and I know under like where we posted even on Instagram and stuff people were like I can't wait I'm there you know and super excited for Miranda to hit the stage and like you said she's entertainer of the year I look forward to seeing this show and more of her and and maybe becoming a fan as well it's just not uh, someone that I follow but country music is becoming I, for, I feel like for me I'm I'm really taking to it because we we've actually just went to a fundraiser where there were two country acts yeah uh was it Jake Owen and Midland and, Midland, and I loved it it was, it was great. great country music it, it really is good it is and uh, and it's huge here too whenever yep. we have concerts or festivals people turn out in droves so Miranda definitely serves a purpose. Shania is is gone now, right? She her residency is over. Yep, she wrapped up. So you know, Miranda will now hit the stage. Um, and then you know, should we gossip a little about what we saw on Instagram? Let's what? do it. <laughs> we are, you know, we like a little gossip. Gwen Stefani, I swear, I was sitting next to you. She posted some clips just a from couple her. days ago. We talked about it. She posted from her residency, like some clips of just a girl. Now, Gwen show one of my absolute favorites. We've talked about that a million times. And I was like, oh, look, maybe Gwen will come back. Then we were like looking at the Miranda stuff. And I was like, oh, wait. And Miranda used to be married to Blake Shelton, right? And you yeah. were like, yeah. And I was like, and she's playing Zappos Theater, the same stage that Gwen did. Wait a minute. Was Gwen posting something to show I was there first? It could be. So we went to look back at what she posted. It's been deleted. Huh. Dun-da-da. The plot thickens. <laughs> the plot thickens. I don't know. Anyway. We don't know the true intent <laughs> of any of it, but... It's fun to chat about, isn't it? It sure is. It sure is. (laughs) Miranda Lambert, Velvet Rodeo, opens September 23rd over at Zappos Theater inside Planet Hollywood. Looking forward to that one. But Dana, Chris Angel also just opened a new show, also inside Planet Hollywood. That's where he's been performing his Mind Freak live show. But this new production is called A Mystica. I went over there the other night for the grand opening of the show, ran into a a lot of friends, DJ Ashba, Mm. former guitarist of Guns N' Roses, uh, Michael Goddard, the artist who we've spoken to here on the podcast before, Uh, Carrot Top was there, lots of Chris Angel's friends on the red carpet, a lot of Vegas performers there, Um, and Chris is excited about this new show. Yeah, I I quickly had to take a job. It was a Grammy uh, black carpet event, and so I couldn't go. So first of all, you were there, and you were able to record a little bit of their chat. Uh, And when I say they, it's because Chris is partnering with Franco Dragon, right? And he, if you don't know Franco, created 
Celine's first show, right? A yeah. New Day? Is a that New what it's... Day. Yeah. He's also the mind behind Cirque du Soleil's O and Mystere. He also had a big hand in the launch of La Rev mm-hmm. over at Wynn Las Vegas. So Love he's that. a legendary show producer. And he partnered with uh, Chris Angel on this new show. Uh, take a listen to Chris talking to the audience about why they decided to partner and put this production together. Artists didn't know what to do. They were doing other jobs. So Franco and I talked during the COVID period and we said we wanted to do something out of love and positivity and we wanted to create something in world record time because Cirque typically takes two to three years to do a show. We are doing this show tonight in less than six months. Okay? And with a tiny little budget that Franco and I put up personally because we believe in Las Vegas and the artists that are in this community. Yeah. And Dana, A Mystica is kind of an autobiographical show, obviously highly dramatized and very theatrical, of Chris Angel's life, from his where his interest in magic came from as a child, and later on to his the height of his stardom and the good and bad press that he's received. And it's a really high-quality production. And and I I told you I couldn't be there, but in some ways I was there, wasn't I, Sean? Yeah, you were. I just kept hearing your voice. <laughs> kept happening over and over again. Oh, boy. Yeah, we did some voiceover work for Chris, and we weren't sure if we were uh, going to make the show. And you said uh, my little breaking news clips made the show, so I have to you go over there. You were in there twice. In twice. Wow. Uh, yeah, so if you want to hear my voice in a Mystica, apparently I'm in it. I'm excited. Um, love working with Chris on a lot of different projects now and then, and... Uh, whenever he needs kind of the news voice, he calls on us, which we love. There's big fans that come out on the stage, and when you see those, listen for Dana's voice. Okay. Uh, Chris Angel and Mystica now playing over at Planet Hollywood. And the reason, Sean, that I wasn't there, I want to tell you about it. I went to an event uh, circling around the Grammys. It was the night before the Grammys were in Vegas, and it was down at Resorts World, and they were honoring John Legend. For his, basically his his personal and professional achievements in music. Okay. It was a recording academy. And kind of a big deal. It, it was a big deal, yeah. I went there to do the black carpet that they had laid out. A lot of different people were at the event, and I worked some interviews for Vegas on. So if you want to see some of the highlights of that, go to visitlasvegas.com or check out their YouTube. There's a new episode up and all my coverage is there. But I wanted to talk a little bit about what I was, you know, basically finding out when I was chatting to some of these celebrities. Um, I talked to Jordan Sparks and I talked to Grandmaster Flash and I talked to Jimmy Jam and Jimmy Allen was there. Country music artist who was nominated for Best New Artist of the Year. He was super excited. At the Grammys, yeah. At the Grammys, yeah. So he was there at this event as well and he was saying, you know, first of all, he was blown away even just A, to be there in Vegas and enjoying the Grammys and, you know, B, being honored then that night when they were honoring John Legend he was also the chosen performer to perform at that event wow yeah so I listen another country artist I went on looked him up because I didn't know his music it's really good so love Jimmy Allen he was super nice and just wanted to mention as I was talking to all these different people I asked them all about Las Vegas and the Grammys being in Las Vegas it was the first time we've mentioned that yep 
But I was curious to see, like, what did they like this experience? Because we'd seen a couple contradictory articles. Was it page six was saying everyone was miserable because we didn't have the Just right ragging on the Vegas. right tellers and our casinos Which smelled like smoke. And I take huge issue with the fact <laughs> with that page six article saying that we don't have expert tailors in Las Vegas. You go behind the scenes at any show on the Las Vegas Strip, and there is a wardrobe department mm-hmm. full of some of the most talented seamstresses and seamsters. Yeah. Is that what you call a know. guy seamstress? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, but they are masters at right. their craft, the men and women who do those jobs. So You're right. Up yours to anyone <laughs> who rags on Vegas. <laughs> when I was, off. I was backstage of Mystere, and they actually have – like you said, tailors and seamstress right backstage. Each costume is literally created and made and sewn and tweaked for each individual performer in yep. that show. So they are all on site, full time backstage. So you're right. We have plenty. So I was curious to see what all these different people that were in town, what they thought. And no, nothing negative. Everyone seemed to think it was a blast. Um, I talked to <laughs> a rapper that was in from Chicago. He was up for best R&B performance. And he said he just loved that, like, he could go down and gamble a little. He thought it was cool to, like, you know, in some of his downtime, that he he thought there was a great variety of things to do in Vegas. Um, Jordan Sparks said she always loves visiting Las Vegas. It's so much fun. She also mentioned she would love a residency show here <laughs> so I chatted with her about that um, some of the people next to me on the carpet even the crews and the photographers um, and also I can't remember the other person that I interviewed were saying that they loved that Vegas like doesn't shut down at 1am like LA right. does so the after parties and the Grammy related parties could go longer into the night it wasn't a rush to get there you know they could go a little late they could eat dinner they could go to a party at you know 11 p.m and and maybe it would go till three so they were enjoying that side of it the kind of 24 7 deal that we have going on here but uh, everyone thought it was different and and were they seemed excited to be in las vegas and having this celebration in las vegas and another celebration that's been <laughs> making the rounds in all the rumor mills uh there's reports and photos popping up of Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker tying the knot at a Vegas wedding chapel. Yeah, after the Grammys, they decided to go and like, and apparently this chapel, like they demanded like, we need an Elvis here. So they called up an Elvis and he showed up (laughs) to officiate. We we know a guy. Yeah, we know a bunch of guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so everyone was curious because like, you know, did they really get married? Because did they go get a marriage license? Was the big, or did they just do this for fun? Well, she literally just posted on her Instagram six hours ago from when we're recording this, saying, "Found these on my camera roll." I'm like, I'm uh-huh. sure you, I'm sure you know they were like, yeah. "Come on, you know, we're not dumb." Um, but anyway, she said, um, "It happened in Las Vegas at 2 a.m. and ep- it happened after an epic night and a little tequila. A queen and her handsome king ventured out." to the only open chapel with an Elvis and got married, and then she put in parentheses, with no license. Practice makes Uh perfect. So they are not officially married yet. All right. But they went out and did this, had a little fun, and great promo again. Listen, the Kardashians, say what you will, biggest thing going. It's great (laughs) promo for our Las Vegas wedding chapels. I didn't know that you could, like, go in there and just have, like, 
a, a fake wedding, though. I think when you're Courtney Kardashian, Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just, why not? I guess some of the rules slip by. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, congratulations, not congratulations to them. I'd have to look at the article to figure out. Did you out... say congratulations, not congratulations? Because they didn't really get married. <laughs> you know, like congratulations, I don't know what on what, because you and didn't really get I married. And I rescind my congratulations. So <laughs> glad exactly. you had fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad it was fun. The tequila will do that to you. Um, we're going to talk a little more Kardashian-esque in our tips, but why don't we get right to those tips, Sean? Yeah, our first tip uh, has a member of the Kardashian clan here in Vegas. They're, it seems like they're always here. Right. Kendall Jenner was at the grand reopening of Tau Day Club, Tau Beach Day Club over at the Venetian. Um, she was among many celebrities who were there, Brian Cranston, Aaron Paul, Scott Disick, <laughs> Courtney's ex. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, it's... <laughs> Little John, Alesso, Steve Aoki, Dude with a Sign. Oh, I love Dude with a Sign. He was there? He was there. Oh, my God. He's my favorite on Instagram. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wonder if he got some good ones that he's going to post on Instagram. If you don't know who Dude with a Sign is, follow him on Instagram. He holds up like a cardboard piece of box and writes a different kind of quote on it and Instagrams it. And they're always so like real and funny. So dude with a sign was here. I wonder if this is his first time uh, being in Vegas with his sign. dude with a sign fame. (laughs) Um, But Tau, Tau Beach Day Club, it's back open, popping off. It's newly redesigned. It's an Asian-themed motif out there. And, I mean, I'm just scrolling through some of the pictures now. Little John performed, and people were going nuts out there. Um, But it's a a great reminder that our day clubs and beaches are back open and fully operational for the season. Yeah, so, you know, and as this comes as a tip, it's that Tau Beach is back. (laughs) Because I know a lot of people love... It was like... I think I want to say it was one of the very first kind of day clubs, wasn't it? Yeah, it's been it was. Op- was open yeah. for a long time. It wasn't huge at first. They had two little pools in there, the barn. It was kind of like this really kind of fun place to go, be seen, hang out. And then uh, other mega kind of day clubs started opening, you know, the Wet Republic and the Encore Beach Club. And so Tau closed for a revamp, and now they are back open. So go visit the OG. The OG. And there are plenty of uh, Instagrammable spots for you oh, that have been installed. So you don't need to worry about your, your timeline going empty if you go mm. to uh, Tau Beach Day Club. Okay. One night a long time ago, <laughs> I met a bar back from Tau Beach. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like the beginning of a good story. <laughs> it's a really One good story. One night a long, long time uh, ago. It's a good story. There was anyway, a bar I met him at a bowling alley Beach. downtown. Oh, really? Yeah, and then we went out huh. like the whole night long and hopped down Fremont Street. It was a memorable night. He was cute. Blonde hair, tan skin. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's do our other tips. Let's go back to the Grammys. I like how you got out of that. I got out of that. I started it and then I didn't finish. It's terrible. It's annoying. I just did what a lot of people find very annoying, starting a story and not finishing it. (laughs) 
What's your tip? But it's my podcast, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, tips going back to the Grammy event I was at. I wanted to let everyone know that I talked to D Nice, and you're like, well, okay, D Nice. A lot of people know who D Nice is. Some might not be familiar. Uh, you know, rapper, R and B singer from basically mostly popular back when probably I was in high school. My nickname was D-Nice, actually, because of the Dana. Yeah. Anyway, um, but he still has so relevant. He actually just took a trip to the White House. He's doing so many wonderful things. And I talked to D-Nice. He was trying to to not be interviewed by me because he was, like, trying to get to the event. Oh, okay. And I was like, D-Nice, come on, D-Nice. Come on over. I want to talk to you about what you're doing in the fall because he's doing this really cool event called Club Quarantine. It's called um, CQ After Dark, and the CQ is for Club Quarantine. Okay. He has a list of performers coming into town Labor Day weekend here in Las Vegas. Um, Elda Barge, Jagged Edge, Maya, whole list of different kinds of shows that are going to go on. But along with that, there are several other little parties. There is a praise and worship brunch. There is a pool party. And there's also a series of panels on health and wellness and financial hmm. literacy. Interesting. And basically what he was telling me is that, you know, it's not just a festival. There are a lot of different things going on that, that weekend. And basically it's a way to bring awareness, Help people, yes, have some fun, enjoy the entertainment, but also take part in the conversation and learn something. So I think it'll be really great. And it's, again, Labor Day weekend. I think that's the second to fourth here this year. Um, Check it out. Tickets are available online. I think it's Live Nation that is um, putting the tickets out. So Hmm. if you just Google it, D-Nice, Club Quarantine, Las Vegas, you'll find tickets there. Seems kind of fun. Yeah, that's a cool idea. I like that. And you were also telling me about this singer, Yola. Yeah, I, I, I had never heard of her, never met her, and she was there at the event. I think she told me it was her first time in Las Vegas. She okay. was thrilled. I can't remember if it was her first time in the United States or in Las Vegas, hmm. because she's an English musician, singer, and songwriter. Uh, she is in town for a show that she's doing at the House of Blues on April 27th. And so she's coming in to perform, came early, to go to the Grammys. Uh, she's been nominated for Grammys in the past. So yeah, it must not be her first time in the United States. Must have been her first time in Las Vegas. But anyway, we got chatting. Um, she was a lovely, lovely woman. And she was telling me that she's in the new Elvis movie with Tom oh. Hanks. So yeah, and she said that she plays a role that is crucial which a lot of people don't know about, to Elvis's, to the start of Elvis's career. And so we can catch her in that movie. If you want to go see her sing and perform, she'll be at the House of Blues over at Mandalay Bay, April 27th. Um, She was, let's see. Yeah, she was up for and nominated for Best New Artist at the Grammys in 2020. We've been so busy, I haven't had a chance to actually look up and listen to her music. But she's apparently country, soul, R&B, and Americana are her genres. Hmm. So her real name, I guess birth name, Yolanda Claire Cordy, and that's why they call her Yola. So Yola, check her out. And uh, by the way, the new movie called Elvis is out June 24th across the United States. I mean, I have a whole lineup of movies I need to be seeing. This is going to be a busy summer for you. I mean, I love Elvis, so I can't wait to see the Elvis movie. And then Top Gun's out in May. Your boy Tom is back. Just reserve my spot. And it, it, so in one of the movie theaters here in town, because I'm going to be there a lot and I'm going to be fist pumping. I like to fist <laughs> pump when I get excited over movies. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh. oh, man. Can't wait for for Tom Cruise and 
Top Gun. I hope it comes out this time. They keep postponing it. It better come out. I know. They keep push- pushing the trailer, so let's hope. It's been a long time coming. Hey, right. uh, thanks for listening to episode 113 of Vegas Revealed. As always, we would like to thank our sponsor, Targeted Tax Relief. If you need to get the IRS off your back, stop those phone calls and letters. Call Tracy and her team over at Targeted Tax Relief. The number is 888-843-4113, or you can find them online at targetedtaxrelief.com. Yeah, and follow them on social media, too, Targeted Tax Relief. She's got, Tracy puts out some great tips. Yeah, really good information. And covers everything, all sorts of different things that you might have questions about. Some apply to you, some don't, but I even learn a lot from a lot of the different tips. She's on uh, Twitter, also on Facebook, also on Instagram. And uh, we try and push that out on our Twitter, too, so that you can find her. So keep that in mind. Quick note, too, Sean and I heading to fly over Las Vegas tonight. We will talk about it on our next podcast. Great new attraction on the Las Vegas Strip. Apparently, we're flying over Iceland. I guess so. So I'm excited to learn more about this, and we'll have an interview for you next week here on Vegas Revealed. Bye. Let's go tonight. Let's go